Welcome to the Law Firm Growth Podcast, where we share the latest tips, tactics, and strategies for scaling your practice from the top experts in the world of growing law firms. Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back and happy new year from the Law Firm Growth Podcast. I'm your host as always, Jan Roos, and I'm here with a super quick episode. Well, I wouldn't say super quick. This is actually one of the longer modules from uh, one of our private courses, which is on operations and scaling your estate planning practice from within Queso University, which we have all of our private clients in. Um, I thought that this was a really important episode for this time of year because it describes an opportunity that a lot of us probably have coming out of this vacation and how to either parlay that into more success for this year or potentially squander it, which I hope no one does. So uh, I'll go ahead and transition this to the audio. If if you guys are missing some context, that is uh, sort of by design, but anyways, you should be able to pick up most of it. So let me know what you think and uh, enjoy the module. All right, guys, let's get back to it. So I want to talk about moving from a place of reactivity to a place of proactivity. And I want to start out with why this is super important. So there's a lot of different places that you personally could be at when you're watching this video. And I've been in a lot of those different places myself. And my biggest observation over experimenting with stuff for a really long time is that these things really are a snowball effect. So when you're in a place where you have a lot of things coming your way, it is less likely that you're going to be getting on top of these things. So if you can think about a day where everything went wrong, you had a bunch of things, you had a bunch of oh shit moments that popped up, you're behind the eight ball, you're catching up, you're catching up, you're catching up. Um, it actually makes it more likely that you're going to continue to drop balls because your bandwidth is just getting assaulted from all sides. And um, it can just be a really, really bad you know, uh, experience. You can, you can feel like you're in the spin cycle of a washing machine. It really, really sucks. Um, and the other thing too, and this is just kind of a, you know, dark, but real truth to realize is that it's not likely that you're going to go through a day like that and have the best start to the day after it. So the more reactive stuff that you have coming your way, the more likely it is, you're going to get to a place of more reactivity. And that really just personally sucks. And it's also not the best way to move your business forward. Um, but anyway, when we switch over to the other side too, the more margin that you have, there's ways to invest that margin and there's ways to squander it, right? We don't wanna necessarily take the margin off the table unless that's something that you consciously decided to do. But if you have a place where you are uh, have some time, there's a lot of ways that you can invest that into systems to make sure that you have more time the next day, so on and so forth. So basically I do really consider these things snowball effects in every direction. So I wanna talk about ways that you can maybe, again, you're never going to stop the reactive stuff. And I'm actually going to make some distinctions between stuff that really truly is reactive and stuff that's voluntarily reactive. But if we can turn off, um, you know, a couple of the faucets that might be going into the bucket of things that you have to do for a while, it's more likely that you're going to be able to get on the right side of that equation and consolidating to a point where your day-to-day is better and you're going to be getting more stuff done in you, uh, your, your business and your role. So let's talk about the top culprits. So kind of um, piggybacking off this deep work section, the things that will generally piggyback and get you, uh, sorry, the, the things that are going to get you more reactive. These are the things that tend to distract me the most. Um, I think these are pretty general. So number one culprit, I would probably say in the modern days, email. Um, I'm going to go with app notifications. Um, and I'm going to say phone calls, 
as the third thing. So I want to take a quick thing as well. And then there's uh, let's just take a little, little detour and talk about stuff that's truly, truly, you know, uh, truly reactive versus voluntarily reactive, right? Um, the big one too, and this is something that, you know, uh, what's reactive, you know, uh, what's really reactive, you know, what's really urgent, let's say. Now, the biggest thing that I will say that is the really urgent thing, and there's going to be an asterisk on this, there's a few things that will generally be urgent. So if you guys have a situation with um, a client emergency, or, you know, if you're still practicing in any uh, court-based and other practice areas, and you need to show up to court or something happens, or there's an opposing opposition, something like that, that is stuff that cannot wait, but there are separate channels to end up doing that. So there's a lot of other things that will present themselves as urgent. If somebody wants something faster, um, there's a lot of these situations where people are kind of taking this, you know, squeaky wheel gets the, gets the grease approach. And that's not necessarily something that is going to be the best for them. Um, we have to set standards and I'm going to get into that in a, in a, in a literal, uh, sorry, in a later section, but basically setting standards with routine and clients is kind of an important thing. But there's one thing that's really, really important. And I will say that that is any sales slash intake slash revenue generating activity. Um, now, this is the caveat. I'm going to put an asterisk here. There is a very, very well measured and something that we are recommending wholeheartedly elsewhere in the course, which is responding to people who are attending the webinar, people who are reaching out as quickly as possible. But the asterisk is that you don't necessarily have to be the person who does it. So um, this is why we created stuff like the ISA program. This is why, you know, it's always highly recommended to get somebody to help you out with this kind of activity as quickly as possible, because that actually does respond really quickly. But other than that, um, it's really important to distinguish uh, between stuff that's truly urgent. Things will explode. There's a bomb that will go off and people who are presenting like they are a bomb. We're going to get into how to kind of get around that too. So if stuff isn't really urgent, we need to be able to um, basically separate that stuff out. Um, and provide a channel for it because we don't want to stop, you know, we want to, we don't want to have bombs going off all over uh, um, the business, but we also need to have the ability to set standards and that kind of thing too. So I'll get back to that in a little bit. But anyway, email, um, very, very good uh, quote that I always heard is that email is where other people assign you a to-do list. So let's actually kind of get this too. So I'll have a reaction time. I'm going to add this to the section this is stuff that I really love. And again, uh, this may seem, seem like champagne problem stuff to you where you guys are at right now, especially if you are on the reactive side of things, but this is extremely powerful once you can get implemented. Um, so anyways, email. Um, I don't recommend having an email tab open. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show you what my email tab looks like right now. I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> uploading these previous courses right now. And it is empty. This is because of a thing that I follow called Inbox Zero that I will get into in a different section. But um, I also use a feature called Inbox Pause, which I will actually find you guys right now. It's by, if you guys are on Gmail, um, there's similar out things for um, Android, but it's, it's this got purchased by an app called Boomerang. I've been using it for a really long time. And basically, this is what we end up having. So um, this is going to actually prevent you. So the reason that I have this, normally, I don't have this tab open. I have it open for this recording. But the thing is that this will basically allow me, if I, if I end up slipping, if I end up just getting into that thing too, I'm not going to be distracted for what it is that I'm doing right now, which is attempting to create value for everyone who's watching this, um, by getting distracted by something that's not necessarily what I decided to work on that day, right? So email is a huge thing. App notifications. 
So um, basically what I actually recommend, there's very, very few apps that I have. Um, I've actually completely turned off sound. Um, so, and again, there's a million different things to do. If, you, if your bank has an app and, you know, whatever, they, they want to push some new line of credit or uh, the credit card like application your way, then they can completely take you out of time. And again, those aren't the things that will individually set you back 25 minutes um, in most cases. But collectively over the day, it's very, very hard to kind of get above and get up to altitude and stuff that matters with this. So my recommendation is to turn all sound notifications off. really important stuff too. Like, I mean, this is kind of my default setting. Um, I just basically, whenever I, and I, and I did this at some point too. So like literally I would recommend going through an audit, um, turning off everything, uh, every single thing in, in the settings tab on your iPhone or Android, turn all sound notifications off. Um, there are very, and again, with, with the exception of things that could be truly important, that's usually gonna be something I recommend you push towards a phone call, but basically um, sound notifications are really, really toxic to having, uh, you know, a proactive mindset, being able to focus on the things you want to do. Um, the second thing I would respond, I would recommend is basically move everything over to badge notifications. Now, this is how they set it up on iPhone. I'm an iPhone user, but uh, actually, as far as uh, Android, I'm not sure exactly what it looks like, but pretty much badge notifications would be a little red dot with the one, two, three, et cetera. Um, and then basically, this is something that... Um, it's good because badge notifications are consensual, right? Uh, if your bank wants to tell you about a new thing, they can automatically hijack your consciousness and take you into that with a sound. But again, people check their phones. I check my phone all the time. Um, if you have those lock screen notifications, it can you know, not necessarily a direct hijack the same way as a phone pane can, but it's able to do it. But however, if you're saying, huh, let me think, I'm thinking about my bank, you navigate over to the bank app, then, if the notification's there, then you can choose to, to engage with it or not. So it's not pushing your way, and this is really the thing too. Again, we're trying to shift from reactivity to proactivity, and, and the apps that have taken a piece of everyone's life is a big part of that. And the last thing I'm gonna do is basically try to arrange um, your home screen in a way that isn't those urgent stuff. Um, so there's also <laughs> one really interesting thing too, and uh, I'm going to kind of get to this as well. Um, I will add this as maybe this, I, mean, I guess this kind of falls into the thing too. So if you have something like, you know, messengers, Slack slash messengers, let me just put this here too. Stuff. Um, but anyways, we'll, we'll kind of get into that. So, uh, anyway, so on my home screen, I don't really have anything that is going to like, and God forbid I, I slip, <laughs> I end up getting through my home screen and I lock it and whatever. It's not you know, the end of the world, but if I end up doing this just out of idle or checking something, I'm not seeing anything that has notifications for me. It's like, I have, I've turned my badge notifications and stuff like Facebook and like, you know, Instagram, the real time sucks. Um, and now let me just actually add this to, or none for real time sucks. And you guys know what those are, if that's what you are. Um, but basically, uh, you know, I have stuff like the weather app, um, podcast app. I never have notifications on my podcast. I'm just going to open it up. I can see if I have stuff to listen to or not. Right. So try to, and it's the same thing too, the same principle as the inbox zero, right? If you get there and there's nothing there, it's not going to, you know, completely take over your, whatever it is that you went, meant to do and, and leave on that. Um, the other thing too, is that I actually recommend taking, um, I, you know, I, I started doing this when I was on vacation, but I actually took up. I actually took, um, I took Gmail off of my phone. I took my mailing app off my phone. 
Um, I can actually log into it through a browser. The interface sucks, but that's good because I don't want to be doing work on my phone in general because that's just, it, it, it figures out a way to fit into all other areas of your life. Um, and guys, by the way, if this stuff all sounds like, wow, Jan, that's super awesome. I wish I could get there, but I have a freaking business to run. We're going to get into how this can actually work out and get to the point where you're actually going to be able to do this and have good success with what you're doing. It does not have to deal with hiring a flotilla of people to handle these problems for you, uh, believe it or not. Um, next thing to Slack slash Messenger, um, I make liberal use of logging in and out of this. Um, it's actually surprising. I happen to be logged in right now, but when usually if I'm on a consultation call, if I'm trying to do some deep work of my own, I will delete Slack. I've also deleted Slack off of my phone. Um, I try to turn, you know, turn sound notifications off to this. All right, and the last thing is phone calls. So pretty much, um, I'm gonna get into this in a little bit more depth, but basically I try to make phone calls the main way if there's kind of a situation where, hey, it's an emergency, you can reach me here, that's that. Um, we're gonna get into this in, in the setting expectations side of things, but in general, if you have a situation, I will turn my phone off or I will turn on do not disturb. Um, so turn on do not disturb when you are really needing to work on stuff. And again, um, so, I've kind of actually, you know, I wrap this into this next one too. So, um, you know what, actually, I'm going to go ahead and uh, put this to the next section because this has kind of been a longer thing. I, I wanted to keep these short, but we're going to get this. Um, the question of, yeah, okay, like, Jan, that sounds nice. I'm glad you have the tools and the tricks, but how do you actually do this and not have your business blow up? And we'll, we'll get into that in the next section. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode.